Welcome this evening to Around the Table with Darlene. And sitting around the table this evening, we have a really wonderful group of people, some of my very favorites for sure. To the right of me around the table is my husband, Daryl Rhodes, and he is going to be with us and has a lot of great insight. And sitting next to him is my daughter, Tiffany. Hello. Which we are really glad she's here with us again tonight. And a brand new Women Around the World Ministries team player, which is one of my girls. And her name is Dara Young. And Dara, it's good to have you tonight. Good to be here. And, of course, we have our wonderful creative uh, director here tonight, uh, Chris Norman. And Chris, of we're so grateful for you. We're th- glad that you're here with us. I'm grateful for, for you. It's for great sure. to be here. Thank As you. Always. Well, tonight's topic, uh, I, I've been, you know, thinking, what what should we talk about? Because now we're into a brand new year, 2020. Ooh. Yes. Can you, I mean, it's hard to believe. Here we are, 2020. Now that sounds interesting, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. 2000, remember 2000? Anyone remember Y2K. that? I do, it was Y2K. I had yes. water underneath my bed. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. We had a closet full of water. Yeah. Uh-huh. Me and my brother had tubs of water underneath our bed for we Y2K. Did not. Just in case. Yeah. Oh. We did, and we were just like, and we chips. I mean, it's so true. We thought our computers were going to crash. Yeah. We, uh, we, we absolutely. Everything on hard copy that, that we everything was on hard copy <laughs> and we actually uh you and i had daryl we had gone we were in nashville or somewhere i remember us coming home we wanted to be home before oh yeah midnight yes we wanted to be home before midnight just in case just in case the world closed well, we didn't want the car to close down you know he's stuck on the highway right right you know so i don't think we've had any of those negative things about 2020 but i mean that was two decades ago yeah, and uh, we're we're all still. God's been good to us through the twenty years, and uh, a lot of things have happened. A lot of new things in twenty years. I mean, my goodness, I can think of so many new things that's happened to me in, in my life in twenty years, and I know that you all have. But in in our life right now in twenty twenty, there's a lot of new going on, and. Uh, my husband, which I love dearly, Daryl, the pastor of Solid Rock, our home church. Uh, there's something new going on in your life. You are at a brand new decade. Uh, wow, that of, sounds horrible. <laughs> well, you've that lived. You've you've lived wow. a few decades, you've right? A couple. I'm okay. into my seventh decade. <laughs> your seventh decade. Yeah, 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 and and uh, lots of new things. What are what are you thinking about and and What's new that you know that is happening in your life that you're excited about? Well, the newest thing that I can think of and the most exciting thing is I got my first Social Security check. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I waited until 70 years old to get my first Social Security check, and uh, that was new. That was uh, new. I haven't seen and it. Exciting? Was that exciting? I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that's exciting. And the fact that I'm 70 years old, still in good health, still fighting the good fight of faith every day and I uh, I love I love where I'm at. I have no regrets to being 70 years old. In fact, I look at some people that are 55 and 60 years old and I just thank God for the good life that he's given us. Yeah, for, yeah, sure. for sure. He's been he's been so good to us and and yeah, you look pretty foxy to me for 70. Oh my god. That's a good deal. Well, I can still work. 
We yeah. were in the back of the parking lot here at the church the other night <laughs> and uh, digging three feet down on the gravel parking lot trying to find a water line oh, because gosh. we had a cracked water line and uh, was down there. Dwayne and I was down there digging in the ground and uh, still got it. Still got it. That's right. <laughs> a little more sore still maybe after. Uh, yeah. Maybe sore. <laughs> yeah. It takes a little longer to get up from when you're down, you know, to oh, yeah. get up. Dwayne from... had to help me up every time. <laughs> Did he really? Yes. Oh, you didn't tell me that. I was that's laying flat on the ground and he helped me up every time. <laughs> that's new. Thank God for Dwayne. Yes. Thank God for Dwayne. That's a new thing. Yes. <laughs> it takes longer to get up, but you are getting up. So that's good. I'm thankful for that. And Dara, uh, you've had a, a lot of exciting things going on in your life. Yes. You have a brand new baby boy, Silas, which is five weeks old. Five weeks and one day. Oh, oh my goodness. Tell yes. me what that new means to you in this new year. Oh, it means so many things um, that I just am still processing all of the new that comes <laughs> sure. with having a newborn child. So the... The new sleep schedule, the new, um, the changes to the relationship with my husband, even um, yeah. with having this little person yeah. that is completely dependent on us. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. it is a it's, big deal. Um, it is. So it's been amazing to see the changes and to watch him grow every single day. Um, just the little things, how much more alert he is now than he was oh, when I he... Oh, they changed so that, much at the beginning. Yeah. The first year is crazy. And getting to see his personality yeah. start to come out, it's really great watching him every day. Yeah. And since this is your first, I bet your second and third child will be totally different. It won't interrupt your sleep patterns as much. You'll just let him cry. It's just, it's just whatever. See, yeah. After, yeah. after whatever. two, it's whatever. It's, are you bleeding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not right coming now. unless you're bleeding. Right. Right. <laughs> it's every noise he makes. It's like, okay. Is oh, it's so right? true. Waking up, making sure he's still breathing, you know, checking. Oh, I, know. I did that If I can't see time. it, like, yeah. I put my hand under his nose mm-hmm. to make sure it's still, you know, it's warm. I would yeah. poke my kid. Well, I'd disturb him. Yeah, see, I don't want to poke the bear. I, I've learned with my husband, you don't wake <laughs> Wake him up. He's the bear. No, right, he's the bear. Um, so I don't, I don't know. He's the new bear in the, right. the house. So the little cub. Yeah, yeah well, you don't oh. know how he'll react. Right. Right. So and just make sure he's still breathing and let him sleep. But isn't that something, y'all? When you think about new, the new, the new uh, child that you have, the life, it just makes you. You look at life so differently when you have a little one in your house. You're looking at a miracle. Oh, yeah. You're looking at the newness of life. You know, even though you look back on the on uh, 2019, there were a lot of things that that probably died in your life. There were things, you know, well, let's just say you mentioned something really important. No longer is it just Dara and Alex in your household. No. It's that that part of your life is dead. Yes. You know. <laughs> At least for, for at many years. <laughs> I remember like one. Years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I remember Tiffany one time, many, many years ago, she said uh, it was like a realization about a child. This was before she decided to have a child. But she was like, I'm not so sure about that because she said, you got to keep those kids for life. Yeah. <laughs> and because she wasn't going anywhere, you know, I'm always going to be mama to her. And so it's really true. So your life as you knew it, is over. And it's but completely different. It is, but what a newness of life. Yes. That is so exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. You know, after, it took us two and a half years of trying to get here and, you know. Yes. It's worth the, the sleepless nights and. Yes. You know, the somewhat negative things that come along with having a newborn. Um, just to be able to experience it is yeah. amazing. Yeah, you become yes. a new person. 
Yes. That that's the norm that you were before. It's not who you are now. You're now you're not just Dara. Now you're no, mom. You yes. you are totally mom, mom, and that little one's going to be saying that before you know it. And then you'll change your name. So mom was talking about yesterday. I can remember wanting to change my name when all you girls were at home because all I heard was mom, 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 mom. Just wait. Uh-huh, it'll happen. It, yes. And then, especially when they were going to tell on each other or when they weren't happy about something. Right. And, and uh, I always thought I was a pretty calm mom, you know, but I do remember th- thinking that. I think I'm going to change my name, you know. But anyway, a lot of new. God is into new. And I'm so glad of that because sometimes where we're at in life and those that's listening today, you may have a hard time thinking about new. But God is into new. And uh, because I've seen that uh, he does that with us, you know, the word of God says, behold, I shall do a new thing and it shall spring forth in our lives. And that's where hope comes in. That's where we look forward to newness. We look forward to a new year. I just think it's so great that that we can look with even when things aren't going our way, we have that hope. We have faith in the God, the creator that absolutely is full of new. And so, you know, we just get a little glimpse here today of a few new things in our life. And But I think it's so important that each one of the listeners and each one of us sitting around this table to today in a new year, at a new time of our life, to see how good God's been in spite of all the times that the enemy will try to tell us that things are never going to change. Have you ever heard that? Has anybody ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Or am I the only one? Oh, no. <clears throat> Life's not going anywhere. I'm stuck in a rut. Yeah. It's going to be like this forever. Or you're done. You're done. Yeah. 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 I mean, because that's just how the enemy tries to talk to. And let's face it, there's so much negative in the world that that's kind of what <laughs> comes forth and, and how easily it is for us as human beings when we're discouraged, when things aren't going well, uh, when we seem to be having more negative situations than we feel like we can handle. Uh, I, I think God is just wanting to... Uh, remind us today that there's always new thoughts on that yeah well the scripture you just referred to a while ago uh goes along with that because it's you know sometimes we feel like we're in a desert place Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a place of no refreshing it's a place of no uh springs no waters uh uh our our way gets uh we stumble and we fall and and that scripture you referred to in isaiah 43 says that he will make a way you know in the wilderness and then it also says he'll give forth springs in the desert. So if you're listening today and you're at a place like you feel it's no hope, I just mm-hmm. keep going around the same mountain all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just be reminded of the, the prophet Isaiah that said that God's going to uh, cause the rivers to flow in the, in the desert and it streams in the desert and making a way uh, in the wilderness when it seems like we were stuck and God isn't in you and I was thinking when she told me the subject matter that you know God is into you just think about this every 24 hours he gives us a brand new day Mm -hmm. you know every seven days he gives us a brand new week every 30 or 31 days we get a brand new month every Mm -hmm. 365 days we get a new year I think God set it up that way so that we can start over maybe start over every 24 hours or this month or or this year something new is going to uh, take place in my life uh, we're going to we're, he's into new things just like you're into new clothes 
Oh, really? Ow. Oh. Just like you're into new styles. New uh, shoes. And I'm cool. into new shoes. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're all into new, really. Yeah. You know, there's not a person at this table that probably wouldn't like to have a new car. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're all in. We're all yeah, into new, and good. and God oh, yeah. God created yeah. us to go into new. I like new. I'd like to have a new iPhone. I'd like to have an iPhone 11. Oh, oh my um, goodness! But you? Uh, you know, new technology, uh, new computers. There's, you know, I think we're all into new because God created us with that yeah. desire. Yeah, and that's part of that hope and that looking forward. You know, what's new in your life over there, Chris? New in my life? Everything's new in my life. I feel like. Um, <laughs> I mean, us starting this project, I mean, this is all completely new, um, new relationships, new projects in in my own work. I mean, everything is constantly new, but I thrive off of new. Mm -hmm. I I like things to, I don't like to get stuck in a rut. I don't like to always be working on the same thing, but, um, it's also hard too when I do feel like I'm working on the same thing. I'm not feeling new creative insight or new, Mm -hmm. um, inspiration and, and that, that could be a struggle for me sometimes. That's one of the questions I had for you pastors. I mean, you guys have been pastoring this church for longer than I've been born. I mean, what? Watch out. Uh But it's true. I mean, far longer. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. What is the, what has kept you inspired all this time? What has kept you on fire for that? I know you haven't always been on fire for it. I'm sure there's been times you wanted to quit and times that you wanted to throw in the towel and times it's been hard what has kept you guys moving hmm. go ahead well i i think for for me probably decisions because everything comes with choice and i think we had to make some real we had to make some decisions because anytime you're doing something and pressing forward with life you really get challenged i i mean my goodness, life is just a challenge. That's just a fact. There are so many negative negative factors in our world. And so I think that Daryl and I individually had to, first of all, make some decisions that we were in this for the long haul and that for, before we would quit, God would have to tell us to do something else. And if he hadn't given us a new assignment, then our assignment was to stay faithful. Yeah, that's good. And we had to nail that down, cried a lot of tears, Yeah, uh, had times where we wanted to just say quit, but we got to the place where I guess we matured enough that we didn't use that word anymore. You know, I, I mean, honestly, I think that... I think that's a level of maturity. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I honestly think we finally got to that place, and, and because, I don't know, we did, we nailed it down literally had to nail down that we're staying at solid rock until God gives us another assignment and is finished with us. And that's still, that was made years and years ago in the middle of massive uh, opposition. And I'm talking like 30 years ago or so. Uh, We had to, early on, we had to nail that down. And so, yeah. And along with that is also the fact that we know what God has called us to do. So when you know that you know what God has called you to do, it's easy to stay with it. It doesn't mean just because God called you to it, it's going <clears> to <throat> always be easier. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be storms. Mm-hmm. But I like what she said. She said, we nailed it down. Anytime you hear of a hurricane coming and approaching a coastal city, right. they go out and buy plywood. They go out and buy things and they, they nail 
the windows mm -hmm. shut. They, they plywood it so that when the storm comes against the, the building or against the glass, it's not going to crumble. And uh, that's what we did. We uh, we used a lot of plywood in the last forty four years. Mm -hmm. Right. Lots of nails. <laughs> Lots, of, Lots nails. of nails. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes yeah. sometimes the winds of adversity are so strong that it starts to pull up the plywood. It starts to loosen what we thought we had nailed down, and so we go back and we just nail it down again. That uh, God, this is what you've called us to do, not because it's easy or because everybody loves us. Because when I first got mm -hmm. into this, I thought everybody was going to love us. I just couldn't imagine somebody not loving us. Right. And we've come to find out that we're not loved by everybody, but, but that's okay. Uh, I'm, requ I'm required to love everybody, but uh, if I, I, they may not love me, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that pretty well. That's I don't good. Know. I think yeah. that pretty well answers because, and another thing that I think that we've learned, now don't, I, you've got to know, we don't have this perfected. Except for the fact that we realize we know each other are we're not each other's enemy, we are not. Right. We know that we know that. Even though the enemy may try to oh, face you against each other. Oh my goodness! How many yeah. times you know? And if because if he can get us upset with each other, we're not that power team right. because we're a power team yeah. together. A husband and wife just are that, and so the enemy always will try to get you at each other and get your focus off of the call. And, he, and he really what he wants to do is, and we've talked in the past on this uh, podcast about the different giftings that's in people. And so those giftings are so strong in us that sometimes, because it's so hard, we tend to want to shut down. And and so we uh, we know that each other, we're not each other's enemy. And, Amen. And... Uh, as long as he does, we're actually what, friends. We very, we really are. Actually, we're best friends. Yeah, no. the only time we're not is when he doesn't do what I say, <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. No, no, we really are great friends. We. we it doesn't mean that we never have disagreements. Oh my goodness, no. Uh, heavens, no. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that. Sometimes we even raise our voices at each other, and probably if the neighbors could hear us, they would think we were having a knockdown dragout. But if we ever disagree, it's never very long, and it's never. It's not so confrontational that we that we withdraw from each other. Yeah. It's it can be solved in ninety seconds. It can be. All but she's got to do is say, "I'm sorry." <laughs> peace in the home. This is true. This is so true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Tiffany, how about you? I mean, what is it that keeps you and Lou uh, glued together? Um, I think that. Um, well, obviously I've had good examples, you know, sitting here to my left are my parents, so, um, I've watched you guys stand strong forever, and I've, I've never seen quitting or running as an option in our own family as a whole, mm -hmm. and so that's kind of, I guess, been incidentally, you know, ingrained in me as well, and, and Lou and I... Uh, I was just thinking about how sometimes you just have to make a decision. Sometimes you just have to choose, and you have to follow peace. That's the thing that you've always taught us is to follow after peace whenever we don't know what the right decision is. And um, and once you make that decision, stick with it, good or bad. You know, um, we adopted our son, and you can't halfway through the adoption be like, eh, I don't think I'm going to do this. You'd make a decision and you ride it out. You stick with it and you stay and you fight through the hard things and and try not to turn on each other, of course. But 
I think the the thing that helps us to stick is that we've decided to. We've just mm-hmm. made the choice. You, there's not a, there isn't a plan B. I don't yeah. have a plan B. Yeah. And I think that is so important because until we get rid of plan B, mm-hmm. plan yeah. A will never be successful. That's right. Mm-hmm. Because plan B is hanging out there in yeah. the... Well, you won't give everything to plan A if there's That's a plan right. B. That's right. Yeah. 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 For sure. Plan B. And I think we have that... Demi- well, I think that's what the enemy of our soul tries to do is to divide our mind and, and keep us in that maybes or I have this escape route. Mm-hmm. And we've all had thoughts of quitting. Mm-hmm. Everybody. That's just, that's human nature. But if we don't entertain them and we tell ourselves that's not an option. You can have a moment of wouldn't it be nice. You can yeah. have a moment of that. But then mm-hmm. you need to just smack yourself and be like, all that's right, good. stop joking around. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Get your feet back on the ground and yeah. move forward. But everybody has, you'd be lying if you didn't have, like... Wouldn't it be nice to move to the beach and blah, 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 and where nobody knows you? Mm-hmm. Because in a pastoral family, you're, it's, it's the proverbial fishbowl situation. True. Everybody knows what you're doing. Everybody knows where you're at, what, where, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. And so sometimes, especially in my younger years, um, I would be like, oh, I'd just love to just move somewhere that people don't know me. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not the Rhodes, the Rhodes' daughter, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I don't know why, why because it's never been a bad thing to be in a pastoral family, but it's just different. It's different than a lot of sure. other families. And so you always have those moments, but then those are just moments. And you're like, all right, just mm-hmm. put on your big girl pants and let's go, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, so you know, even if you decision. move away, you're still her daughter. I know. <laughs> That's kind of like I could hide for a minute, yeah. I would think. That's what I would think in my... For just a little while, nobody would know who yeah. I was. It's kind of like God, you know. He loves us so much, and we can never get away from the fact that we are his kids. And I don't know what I would do if I did go, I <laughs> go away, then what? You know, she didn't say she wanted to move away from Luke. She said she wanted to move away from you guys. Yes. That's true. <laughs> I mean, let's, that. let's just point that out. <laughs> That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. That, that is a good point. That's really true. Valid. Yeah. That is really true. But you also said, I like what you said about in the adoption process. It yeah. could have been easy mm-hmm. to, to back away and... Uh, or 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 you get this child and you have him for two or three years, years and you find out there's a disability mm-hmm. or there's a malfunction mm-hmm. in his mm-hmm. body and you're thinking, you know what, maybe there is a plan yeah. B. Is you there know? a return policy? Is there a re- can we take him back to Walmart? And, right. Mm-hmm. And Turns out cash no. refund. Yeah. <laughs> right. It doesn't work that way. Uh-uh. Yeah, and I think and but see, God gives us the ability, every one of us, to and and maybe we didn't make all the best choices sure. in our life. But but I think if we nail down again, this is what we're doing. This is my life, yep. and I am going to make the most of my life. I'm not going to let the enemy take over my days. And one of the things that's helped me keep my feet grounded is all of the people around me that that I care about. If I don't know how to stay to be grounded, then what happens with them you know and so I think that we have to understand that our life is not just about us God didn't intend for our life to be about all my choices my choices affect everyone they do and first of all you know uh, one of the things that I put in my book is is about I choose and I I made a choice and I wrote down the date that I I made the choice to be happy in an unhappy world Mm -hmm. because everywhere I turned there were so many reasons not to be happy. There were so many reasons to not keep going. Right. But I just made a choice, and I really think 
that there again, going back to your question, Chris, I really believe that that's probably we just had to make choices and we continue to make choices. Mm -hmm. You know, we make choices about what we do today, you know, whether it's pastoring solid rock, whether it's traveling around the world, parenting, parenting, Mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. You know, we're still parents of five children, nine grandchildren and five great grandchildren. And we still have to make choices on how we act and react and, and, what God has called us to do to be good parents and grandparents and and to be his sons and daughters and ministers of the gospel. And so it just constantly are daily choices that we have to make. And but they're not that hard because were they hard before? Probably harder than they are now. But we had to keep making choices over and over mm-hmm. through life and we still do. Uh we could have made a choice and retired a long time ago, maybe. Probably not. Because, I don't know. I think one of the things that's really important in moving forward is, again, what that scripture said in Isaiah. Before it says, I'm doing a new thing, it says, forget. You know, you got to forget what's behind you. Apostle Paul said it in Philippians, forget those things which are behind you. And then uh, God said, forget the former things. And even though God had done miraculous things and there had been wonderful things Mm -hmm. done in the past, he said, I want you to forget those because I'm going to do something even greater. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a new thing that's going to be greater than what I did in the past. Yeah, I did miraculous things in the past. And I think a lot of times people that are listening to this podcast probably think, what could God possibly do uh, in my life? I've made such a mess of things, and there's no way that uh, I could ever come up with a, a new plan or a new dream or or God could do anything in my life. But I, I, I challenge that thinking with the Word of God that says, Forget those things that are behind you. Forget the former things. I want to do a new thing. Mm-hmm. And I think even though right now we're already into 2020, we're, we're in the what second or third week of, of 2020 right now, we, we can still move forward in this first month of 2020 and say, God, I'm really expecting you to do a new thing in this year, uh, brand new things that I've never done before. And in fact, you know, if any man be in Christ, he's a what? He's a mm-hmm. brand new creation. So God is into new. Oh, totally. I preached a message one time on, on new things. And I love, I mean, there's just throughout the word of God, there's so many things. He was into new carts, new seasons, new new hope, everything. You know, God's mm-hmm. just into new. And, and okay, we're in January, maybe flubbed up the first week or two, you know, January. And, and doing things that, and having attitudes that shouldn't have. What do we do about that? God's still into new. And you don't have to throw away the whole year just no. because you got off to a rough start. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, yeah, like uh, Daryl just said, you know, I want you to forget the former things because some of the former things weren't so good. We didn't act so, so good. That's why God starts us off every 24 hours with a new yeah. day. His grace and mercy is new every morning. Yeah, lamentations. Through. And I need that. Yeah. I oh, need yeah. that no. in my life, you know. In a, every morning I need new grace yeah. and mercy. In a second, in up. a new hour, you know, yes. a minute in a new hour. Yes. I mean, if we begin to think about... The provision that God made for us mm-hmm. to make things right within our own self, yeah. you know, because we're our biggest enemies. I mean, oh, yeah. it's really. Max and Lou depletes your grace. They do. Allowance <laughs> every nature. day. Lord help me. <laughs> I think going back to what Pastor said too about forgetting the things of the past and the things that the enemy tries to bring up to me is it's not so much the bad things that I did, but it's the could haves and the should haves mm, and the and the things that I passed up on or the things I didn't pursue and then those things will sit there and haunt me and those things can hold me back just like yeah, the mistakes absolutely. I made. 
even though those, yeah. those wouldn't be considered mistakes, but it's like, oh, I could have been an MD, I could have done this, I could have been nice, I, I could have done a million different things, but forgetting that and let God mm-hmm. do, letting God do a new mm-hmm. thing now. Yes. And yeah. I think that's a, that's a big deal, too. Mm-hmm. It is, because if you, if, you know, we talked the other night on one of our shows, you know, about uh, the what if, the what ifers, mm-hmm. you know, and really what if doesn't help us any, no. because we didn't. That wasn't, but what have we done, and what can we do with what we've got? Right. And a lot of times, I think we do a lot of things because, uh, I don't know, maybe that sounds like more fun than maybe what God's really put in our heart, too. I think sometimes I, I look back on my own life, and, and there there's so much call inside of each one of us. And if we are so pursuing something else, then we're wasting our time doesn't change the call or the giftings that God's put in us, Dara? Well, I was having a conversation with uh, my husband earlier today about um, being impatient in a situation. Like, we had to go and get our vehicle registered, and mm-hmm. it was a long line, and he said something about not being very patient in that. I'm like, well, you know, that opportunity you missed, but that you learned from that, and then the next time the opportunity presents itself, you right. try to do better. You yes. try to be more patient. You try to make up for the things that you missed the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't let those what-ifs control you. You know, you learn from it, and you when the situation right. presents itself again or something similar, you react differently the next time, mm-hmm. or you hope to react differently the next time. And if you miss that one, then mm-hmm. it's going to come back around. Yeah, Keep on trying. Yeah. yeah, that's good for sure. Yeah, we can beat ourselves up, can't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and another, another side of that, Chris, of forgetting those uh, things that are behind you or forgetting the former things is how about forgetting those those good things that we did that we patted ourselves on the back for. Oh, yeah. And, and all of a sudden now we're walking in pride and arrogance. Mm-hmm. Right. Look what I've done. Look what I've done. How great I am. It's like mm-hmm. like that song, you know, how yeah. great I am. <laughs> and uh, we we pat ourselves on the back. And yep. God said, hey, you need to forget those successes. Uh, it wasn't you anyway. Right. It was yeah. me working through you. And so I'm the one to get the glory. So yeah. maybe that's some of the former things we need to forget as well. Yeah, that's a good Very point. Good. It's so good. It's kind of, you know, isn't it interesting that the enemy always tries to get us to go one way or the other with our mm-hmm. thoughts? Mm-hmm. And, and then if we're not careful, those thoughts will begin to sow into them with our mouth, with our actions. And, and so he always tries to get us off of balance. And but, It takes one little thought, and then it literally spreads like wildfire, and it's in so many different things if you let it. And that's one of the dangerous things about that, he, I feel like. He likes to keep us distracted. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. This is really good. God's into new, and I am. I'm thankful for 2020. I'm glad we got a new year. Um, I sometimes struggle with new. Um, I like my routine. I like I things to stay the same. That's um, another. So I, it has to be like big neon sign for me. Like when God's trying to do something new in my life, um, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to be more sensitive to it. So I think it's really important also to have um, wisdom and um, discernment when things are moving in your life to make sure that um, that new season is indeed where God's taking you to. Um, that's good. That's yeah. really yeah. good. Because um, we want to cha- we want to hang on to what's familiar, yes. what's easier maybe. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's so, safe. yes, yeah. there's even if it's there a is. rough season in your life, there's still 
safety in that because mm-hmm. it's what you're familiar with. Yeah, that's very good. Um, so it can be hard to move on to the new uh, mm-hmm. because it's unfamiliar. Yeah, well, like when true. we decided to do this podcast, it was like scary, scary. Mm-hmm. You don't know what we're doing. We still don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it. <laughs> and we it's are. a new season. I think you guys are doing great. It's a new season for us. but And so we just said, okay, you know, we'll listen, we'll go, we'll do. But it was hard to step into that. Very difficult. And, you know, you, know, you question yourself and your ability and, and all of that. And so. I think that's all part of stretching mm-hmm. it's yes. all part of stretching because sure. we'll once we stretch we'll never go back to where we were and so i think life is a continual stretching mm-hmm. uh, i know some people don't like leaving their comfort zone i don't uh but if we're going to grow and if we're going to uh develop i think it's going to require yeah. stretching just like going to school our grandson hates going to school he does. but that's helping him to stretch so in the long run, it's better for all of us. Yeah. Because what are we doing if we're not going into new? We're either staying the same or we're going backwards. Right. It's moldy, huh? Yeah. So yeah. those are those are the options. So we yeah. have to sometimes yeah. move Absolutely. into the unfamiliar and the uncomfortable. I was, a, I was in a vintage clothing store once, and uh, it was at the factory, and it was they had the sign up that said, Shed the New. <laughs> Because <laughs> so I was like, yes, I can get behind that. Because <laughs> it was all vintage clothing, like, you know, reject the news. You want what's old. No, yeah, sometimes I feel like that. I like the old. That's probably where I am with music. I'm, yeah. still, I'm still in the oldies. In fact, I'm so oldie that it's moldy. <laughs> I'm the same way, but my oldies are different than your oldies. Yeah, yeah. That's right. and everybody has that. You know, everybody has that familiar. You know, our 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 juniors now you know what they like is not necessarily what the 20 year olds like anymore you know and that's just a fact but i think there's really been some amazing things around this table today that has been said and i really feel like at listeners as you've listened that somewhere this has hit you somewhere this has made a place in your mind and you've said that's where i'm at that's how i feel because we can get stuck so easily in life and yet we're guilty, we're stuck, but yet we'll say nothing ever changes. Mm-hmm. And so if nothing is changing and the same things are happening in your life, in your home, in your relationships, then maybe it's time for you as a person to nail some things down that, hey, my life is not, I was not created just for myself. I was not. And I've made commitments to others and I need to keep my commitments. Mm-hmm. I need to make up my mind that I'm going to go with new mm-hmm. because in new, you know, we're made new creatures, as you've said, in Christ. I mean, we're new in Christ mm-hmm. through Jesus. You know, when, when we receive Jesus into our heart, our spirit man is made new. We are not the, the dead spiritual person we were before. And so God is always into new, and we have to get into new with him. And you know what's exciting for Pastor Daryl and I at, at the the early age of life that we're in is that we— That would be 70 and what? Uh, not nearly 70 okay. yet. <laughs> not going to go <laughs> there. So, well, it's a while yet, so let's don't push it. But I married an older gentleman, not very much older. <laughs> but anyway, uh, where was I going with that? I mean, that age thing really, really threw me. No, I'm you teasing. You makes you nervous, don't you? <laughs> no, no. But, but what makes it exciting at our age God has just really shown me that he's not into age. He is into obedience and willing to be stretched. That's what he's in. And then God will put situations and people in your life to help you do what God has called you to do. So until we get to meet again, 
We pray that the peace of God is going to rule and reign in your life. And we pray that every person out there today that is listening to us is being changed and that God is moving on your life and changing you into the person Mm -hmm. that he created to be, into the image of God. God bless you, and we will see you next time. Hi, this is Christy with At the Table with Darlene. We hope you were able to glean from our table today as we shared our hearts and thoughts. We would like to invite you to take some time to check out our website and get a closer look at what Darlene is doing. You can find out information about her book, The Miracle of the Breaking, see what upcoming events she has planned, and consider being a partner with Women Around the World Ministries at womenaroundtheworldministries.org.